your daily dose of sports and fun. This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. I'm Mike Hebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day, and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows, and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we are one serving you. I heard you guys talking about this on um, on the bottom line yesterday, and I actually already emailed my myself this story because I thought it was thought it was I thought it was really uh, really a terrible story to be quite honest with you. Um, just from the standpoint that um, karma remains undefeated uh, with the with the Packer fans who uh, were at Jack's American Pub uh, in Milwaukee. And apparently, if uh, if the Jets lose, the bar pays for all the open drink tabs. Um, the caveat was that Aaron Rodgers had to start the game, and uh, they were all. Uh, and I, I hate this. I, I hate that they uh, cheered when uh, Aaron Rodgers got hurt. I mean, no matter no matter what you think of your opponent or previous players or even even your sometimes your worst enemies or your people that maybe have done things to you. I hate it when somebody gets hurt, um, whether it's emotionally or physically, and then others get to benefit as a result of that. And that, that's, that it's sad. It really saddened me when I, when I saw that story, it's like, okay, I, I get, I get the fact that rooting for the jets to lose when Aaron Rodgers starts, but then they realized that once Aaron Rodgers got hurt, that it was probably going to elevate the opportunity. It's not like they were rooting for the bills. They're only rooting for the bills because, the Bills were the Jets' opponent, right? See? Right. So, I don't know. I just, I, good on good on the good on the Jets to come back and and win just for the sake that those people who thought they were going to have an open bar tab that was going to be paid for and that Jack's American Pub would have to, you know, give everybody drinks for free. Well, those that were drinking the high end liquor and the, you know the. Maybe the the stuff that they wouldn't have normally drank <clears throat> had to pay their bar tabs. So I don't know. I didn't really find anything funny about it, but other than karma's undefeated, that's how I took that. Yeah, I'm not going to act like as a sports fan that you know guys that leave my team or guys that I'm not a fan of that I'm I'm rooting against them. I'm not necessarily rooting for people to get hurt. Yeah, right. I'm right. definitely rooting against them. Sure. Um, and um. When I hear that a guy that I don't like is hurt and is out for the season, I, I mean, it doesn't break my heart. No, but I mean... <laughs> I'm not sitting there going, I hope Aaron Rodgers breaks his leg. I hope Aaron Rodgers breaks his yeah, leg. Yeah, no, I got you. Yeah, I, I probably wouldn't cheer in that situation. I'd probably yeah. be like, ooh, you know. Um, but I'm not going to act like I'm, I'm a sports fan that doesn't sure no, I, for bad things for guys that I, I, I don't, get that. I don't like. Yeah, I, I, I think get it's that. pretty... Uh, hypocritical if we're going to act that way no but i mean i guess my only point was i didn't like the fact that i mean i don't have a problem with you know rooting for somebody uh rooting against somebody and certainly hey this guy did his all you know he did his thing and blah 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 but i don't know just i just i don't like it when people cheer when somebody gets hurt that's that was my only point okay that's my only point um 635 this morning here on the morning drive do you have any uh, words that just uh now i gotta find this that just kind of drive you crazy um like you know in today's today's like you're you're tired of hearing this particular word there's 
Uh, uh, more terms. More terms. Like here, look at this on my phone. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, um, <laughs> you'll love this. You'll oh you'll love this. Yes. Yeah, you'll not, not one of my favorites. You'll love this. I'll decide what I love. Okay. <laughs> I'll decide. Because usually you'll love this is followed by look at this on my phone. I got you. Yeah. Um, the uh, Dallas Morning News and I guess uh, some other people have a a list of words that have just come out that are now the most hated buzzwords, um, like the new normal. Okay. Okay, I mean, I barely ever hear it, so okay. it's not. How about circle back? No. Circle back to him. Okay, I, that's 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 a term that I've used quite a bit. Um, boots on the ground. Doesn't bother you? No. Low-hanging fruit? No. Okay, win-win. Win-win? Win-win. Oh, yeah, that's fine. Uh, move the needle. Sure. Okay. Uh, thinking outside the box. Why are people upset about these? I don't know. They just, it's just, I mean, there's got to be, but apparently these are the most Jeff, is there, do you have annoying any? business buzzwords for 2023. Jeff, do you have any that annoy you? Can I, you help me? I, the The only one that, that gets me is the, uh, I could care less. I mean, that's my big one. Yeah, that, but, that, but that's because it's wrong. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and just like Chuck, being bothered by things that are wrong. I Okay, that, that's that, different. That's different, yeah, in that's my different. opinion. These yeah. are just terms that people... These just and I don't feel like they're terms that in my world that mm -hmm. people are like way overusing. Okay. Yeah. yeah. No, none of these have even moved a needle. It's just a word. How does it drive you? How do I don't people know. get I, angry and upset? Culture. About, culture. Culture is another word that's on this buzzword list, you know. Kind of, you know, building our culture here. Okay, well, we've heard that a bunch with all the different head coaches. <laughs> sure, but. right, right. Yeah. I'm annoyed that I've heard it so much, not yeah. the word itself. Because <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> everybody's got to build a new culture because we keep having new guys. Yeah. I mean, I've yeah, I've heard of all of these. The only one that I hadn't heard of, and I don't know what what they're talking about here, is growth hacking. I'd never heard that one. Never heard of that. Yeah, either. growth I am, hacking. Growth hacking. 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 Yeah, hacking. Growth hacking. Hacking. Is I that am, like wind stacking? I, yeah. I'm confused. I am uh, guilty as charged on using the word "circle back" too much. I used it yesterday. Boots yeah, on the ground. But that doesn't you, mean too much just yeah. because you use it. Yeah. I don't know. I've never noticed that. I okay. Mean, I feel like I talk to you as much as anybody, and I, I don't. I'll circle like back you to you, that. Jamie. Get back to you on that. But what are you supposed to say in instead? I'll call you back, or I'll get back to you, or I'll... okay. Why is that so much I don't know. less offensive? Yeah. To people, man, yeah. It, does it maybe just a little bit that the world is looking to be mad? Oh yeah, too think, much. No, sure, sure. Move the needle. You know. I think there when... are things in this world that should upset people. Mm -hmm. I really do, and you can tell by the way I act at yeah. times. Okay. I, you are un you are unpredictable on the uh, on what what is. With sometimes what I can. No, I'm can, pretty good at it. I think I can predict when Jamie's going to be mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> but like, you know, those just a, a word, right? Yeah. Not an offensive word. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that seems it seems silly that people get that upset about things. Yeah. And I even, to a certain degree, 
feel like it's somewhat silly that you two get upset when people use a certain word or term incorrectly because you know what they mean. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay, it's you a, know what they mean. It's a bit rich. It's a bit rich for us, is what you're saying. Sometimes I did not say yeah. that. Yeah, well, I, I did, <laughs> did not say that. Well, I. Yeah. You're, I mean, you're right. You're, you're right. Your daily dose of sports and fun. This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3. Presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Our time for the day in sports history. Today is September 13th, 2023. Here is Jeff McGuire. Going to start in 1909. Ty Cobb clinches the AL home run title with his ninth. Homer of the season. All of them inside the park jobs. (laughs) Okay. That's probably the record, right, for most in one year? It would be hard. Well, I don't know if it's the record for inside the park because you still got another, what, 10 years before you really get the power hitters going. That would be an interesting... I I bet it's still up there. Mm -hmm. 1930... Official marathon runner of the morning drive, Pavo Nermi runs a world record 20,000 meter. One hour, four minutes, 38 seconds. It's wow. Running for an hour. I'm out. <laughs> Let alone 20,000 meters. Never in your life? Uh, for an hour? No. Yeah. I've swum for an hour. Not, I'm not running. Swum. Now. You, when you swummed for an hour, I totally misused a word there. <laughs> um, is it just like back and forth, back and forth, back and there forth. There were workouts, back and forth. there were workouts for the uh, I swam distance in high school, like uh-huh. the 500, the the all those. But that takes how long in a real race? Uh, the fastest I ever got it was 501. That's a good time, that's a really good time. Okay, um. So you would train by... It, we had workouts where it said go. It wasn't do 10, ten hundreds on a minute and a half or anything. It was go. Gosh. We'll let you know when to stop swimming. You know, and at least a runner can go through a neighborhood, around a track or whatever. I mean, you guys are like in a... Staring at a black line. You guys are in a... Uh, what do they call them? A gerbil cage. Just going back and forth, back and forth, <laughs> back and forth. <laughs> It'd kill me now. That sounds so boring. For an hour? Oh, it Man. Was two hour workout. Chuck, you ever do any of those? Oh yeah. I mean we we would go I remember the I remember it would be like you get in the pool, just swim, but usually it was like fifty fifties on the fifty or something like that. I mean it was crazy, crazy kind of stuff where you'd well, it was like tw- I mean you'd do like a thousand yards really quick, uh, and then you do, you know, intervals and things like that i i swam last night but it was only 30 minutes but i mean i wasn't swimming straight yeah that's the thing i'm talking about swimming swimming straight straight without stopping yeah i've i've ran for an hour straight i don't know hundreds of times but not i can't even fathom the thought of swimming i i mean how far how how long is the pool? 30, 40 yards? 25 yards or 25 meters, yeah. depending on... It's going back and forth. Yeah. You remember the story during COVID about the guy who did a marathon in his backyard? Okay. Yeah. Like he had like a garden mm-hmm. and he just... And he didn't run. He just walked. And it was like... I, I mean, it seems like it was really small too. Like, like I, I don't know, like... T- 
16 or 18 feet long and he just went in a square and he did a full marathon. That's what that reminds me of. There's a lot of similarities in that, yeah. <laughs> Heading to 1969, San Francisco Giant Bobby Bonds is baseball's fourth player to reach the 30 home run, 30 steal mark. Bested by his son, who did 40 for 40. Mm-hmm. And then steroids. 1971. <laughs> <He also did> steroids. <laughs> Frank Robinson hits his 500th career home run. 1973, U.S. Congress passes and sends a bill to President Nixon to lift NFL football's television blackouts on sold-out games. I I just can't even begin to tell you how, what that meant. I mean, it was it was it was crazy. I mean, you could not watch your team like if you were living in an NFL city. Yeah. And I can't tell. I mean, and maybe that's part of my you know just fascination with radio was. You know, we didn't have Major League Baseball on every night on television. You got to maybe, you know, a handful of times throughout the year. And then I can't tell you how many times I've put a speaker in my window and shot baskets and listened to the Chiefs game. Yeah, the assumption that everyone had the you know, extra income to go buy a ticket to an NFL game. I, I know it was cheaper back then, but that's just, yeah, was, un, it's just unrealistic. Yeah. Like if you're in Kansas City, then you should be buying a ticket. No, that's, that's just not realistic. People mm-hmm. have... Real life issues they got to take care of and pay for, not spend it on silly little NFL game. I right. also don't think it got passed in 73 because I remember the Oilers being blocked out from time to time growing up because it wasn't an official sellout. Yeah, I think in my lifetime I can remember that kind of stuff too. Uh, 1983, Ricky Henderson doing Ricky Henderson things. Third straight season stealing 100 bases. He was fun to watch. And in 2008... Michael Crabtree has 164 receiving yards, gets not one, not two, but three of Graham Harrell's five touchdown passes as the number 12 Texas Tech Red Raiders beat SMU 43-7. to Wow. Was that, the, uh, was that at SMU? I think that was here. That was here. Okay. I think that was here. I'm trying to remember. I think it was here. It is National Peanut Day, so, you know, enjoy a legume. Are you a fan of the, the peanut that you've got to crack open? Yes. And yes. Are you? Yes. I'm a I, fan of almost all forms of the peanut. I, I, yeah. I like the cocktail peanuts. I don't necessarily like having to work for it. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. <laughs> um, <laughs> wow. Well, it's just like it takes too much time for you. You're an instant gratification guy. Yeah, I yeah. just, I just, I would just rather like yeah, open it up the can and boom, scoop it out. That, there's patience involved in that. <laughs> that's right. And then, yeah. and the cracking yeah, of the peanuts. Yeah, some jo- and I don't know. There's some joy in just cracking and fine because sometimes you get good ones and sometimes you, yeah. you, you mm-hmm. like little scrawny ones. And I like the like, little. I like. Yeah, the, I like it's kind of a surprise inside. So I like the cocktail peanuts. Yeah, over at uh, Five Guys, they've got them. Man, I love sitting there, sitting okay. there waiting for my burger and. You just throw the peanut on the ground then. No, I get a little cup, and so okay. I clean up after myself. There have been plenty of, like, bars and pl- things. Yeah, but I don't throw it on the ground. Okay. I think no. COVID killed most of that, though. Okay. Yeah. COVID killed that, of course. Uh, happy birthday. Super Bowl winner Brad Johnson is 55. Mm-hmm. World Series winner Bernie Williams is 55. And Dice K. Matsuzaka oh, nice. is 43. Wow, how about that? I'm impressed. I remembered how to say his first name. Mm-hmm. And in 1993, after decades of bloody amnesty, representatives from Israel and Palestine meet on the South Lawn in the White House and cite a framework for peace. 
And boy, has that worked out well. <laughs> and that is this day in sports history. All right, just before 7 this morning on the morning drive, we'll uh, talk some Red Raider football next. They take on Tarleton State on Saturday. The uh, Red Raiders looking for their first win of the season. You'll hear it right here on Double T 97.3. Our optimum game day live coverage begins Saturday morning at 7, take you all the way up to the kick. And then uh, after the game, it's the Double T 97.3 Coors Light postgame show from the Overton. This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Thank you for being with us with Jamie Lent and Jeff McGuire. I'm Chuck Hines. The uh, Red Raider football team will take on Tarleton State on Saturday. Kicks at 6. Just kind of looking ahead a little of the weather. It looks like it's going to be a pleasant day. Uh, 24% chance of rain right now, but... That's just throughout the day. I mean, it it spit on me a little bit coming to work this morning. Uh, yeah, that absolutely could that number could go way higher by Saturday, yeah, way lower, or it could just disappear. Yeah, but one thing's for sure. I mean, it looks like it's going to be a, just an absolutely gorgeous afternoon and an evening uh, afternoon for tailgating and and uh, evening for uh, for football. Uh, what what do you think the value is in or, or is there a value in playing uh, a team like Tarleton State for, for the Red Raiders? Well, I definitely think there's a value right now. I mean, you, you just want to get things going back in, in the right direction. Um, you'd like to, you know, get your confidence up of your players. Mm-hmm. I mean, so I, I think that there's definitely a a positive to something positive happening, right, and getting mm-hmm. a win and, and the guys having some fun out there. And hopefully it's not – you know too easy but at the same time hopefully it's not you know a nail biter either right it's not a struggle but uh, i mean i mean so if you i mean to answer the question i mean you don't win or lose in any given day in practice right you don't win or lose right Mm mm-hmm you you practice this your plays over and over again right You, you go through you know, okay, we're going to run this offensive play and, you know, run it till we get it right, okay? Well, and we're gonna, and you're going to run it against the defense or the defense, hey, we're going to we're going to run this blitz scheme and we're going to do it until we get it right, okay? Well, I mean, even if it's a lesser team like Tarleton State, you still have the ability to say, okay, now we've worked on this in practice, let's see if we can actually execute against a team that doesn't know what we're doing. Okay? So we, we want to be able to execute those things against another football team that's got college football players on their team and good athletes and all sure. the above. Again, maybe not as highly ranked as yours, but um, I think there's 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 value in it. And, and man, I, I just don't have the feeling that you clearly have by saying that question that this is going to be a 100-point win, okay? I, I'm nervous. I don't know if it's going to be a 100-point win. I, I mean, I'm exaggerating a little yeah. bit there. Okay, but I just do not think this is going to be a fifty-seven to six game. Okay, I I don't think that. I think you know I'd like to think it's going to be fifty something to twenty something. I think it's probably you know somewhere in the in in there. Mm-hmm. Okay, I think they're going to be able to score points. Okay, I I think the one thing that that the the overending theme the last couple of weeks, especially on Monday after these losses, have been. Um, trying to figure out a way to eliminate bad football, and you know, just whether it's whether it's penalties at inopportune moments, or not getting off the field on third down, or the obvious one is the turnovers, um, the drop passes, the you know, not staying in your rushing lanes, not getting any turnovers. Turnovers. 
the turnovers. Yeah. All, all those eliminating the bad football. O- offense not scoring. Yes. Okay. Turnovers. Yeah. No. Okay. But I mean, <laughs> yes, Mr. turnovers. Yes, I got, yeah. I got yeah. you, I got you. Yeah. And 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 offense not being good. Right. And then yeah. on the flip side of that is they would like to get some quarterback sacks. On the flip side of that, they would like to get they would get some turnovers of their own, whether they're you know causing fumbles or getting interceptions or strip sacks fumbles, something along those lines. I mean that that has been disappointing um, to them as well. You know, and not being able to. To take the ball away like they feel like that they should be able to. Yeah, I think that starts with what you mentioned, and that's getting pressure on the quarterback. You just haven't been able to do that much, and when you've sent extra guys, it just feels like you haven't gotten there quick enough or they've been able to escape the pocket. Uh, nobody's filling those rush lanes, and then it's been you know big plays for them. Not necessarily big yardage, but at least big to move the chains or whatever. Yeah, and uh, you know, he – he said on Monday, Coach McGuire did, that bad football starts with the coaches. I will know and do my job. Um, our our best better be in the ballgame. Uh, crucial situations. The best teams make plays. You know, have to make and execute the crucial calls. And they said, we're just, we're not doing that enough. We're just not doing that enough. And putting, you know, putting in the best plays where you've repped it and repped it and repped it and repped it so that you can you can do it basically in your sleep. And, um, you know, that's, that's I think, what they probably would want to see, yeah, see more of. I mean, despite the fact that you're not forcing a lot of turnovers, despite the fact that you're not getting a lot of sacks, I, I think your defense played winning, good enough to win both football games. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and, and one of the things that he and, also... And also you're, you know, especially in the first game with the penalties that were... You know, extending drives and all sure. that. Mm-hmm. I mean, it hasn't been perfect by the defense by any stretch of the imagination. They could be better, but I still think they've done enough. I mean, 20 points in regulation against Wyoming on the road, I, th- I think that's enough. Um, 31 points at home against Oregon, that was enough. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, you, you just – this is – to me, both games have been on the offense, not, not on the defense. Yeah. Um, but that's one thing he would like to see. I mean, that's one thing he would like to see is he's he's frustrated by he's frustrated by the turnovers and he's frustrated by not getting the turnovers. Yeah, you know no, that's, so fair. There's, that's fair. There's there's both of that. Yeah, and and again, and, and you've you know, it, it, Tyree Wilson was a, was a stud in so many different ways. Obviously, he was great at getting to the quarterback, but he was also you know a guy that was the dude that an offensive line had to pay attention to and. You know, I had to make sure they had guys that you know he, that would give help to a tackle or a guard, whoever, no matter where they moved him on the, on the defensive front. And it just feels like that opened other guys up. And right now, I don't know that you have that dude. I I feel like I like the depth that you have on the defensive line, both as pass rushers and and guys that uh, can stop the run. It just man, just you don't have the dude like you had last mm-hmm. year, and those are hard to come by. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, it's not like you've had a lot of defensive first round picks here at Texas Tech, but like I, I think maybe we got a little bit like, oh, we won four games without him at the end of the year. We didn't need him. I think maybe we got a little bit too much in the uh, that guy's not that important kind of talk. Sure, sure. He he did point out on Monday that uh, Quincy Ledet, who plays on that defensive line, that he played. The most snaps at a number two defensive tackle 
since he's been here. And I think what he was kind of really excited about was being able to, you know, utilize somebody else in a game so that, you know, you didn't have your guys out there for all the snaps, you know, and so you could, you could, you could, you could put somebody in and not have a huge drop off, you know, from the first team to the second team. So, I mean, that, that was, uh, that was an improvement. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I think Jamie made this point. Not all those 38 points were scored on the defense, right? We're, we're aware. Yeah, no, I, you know, you, well, I mean, the seven is the obvious, but, right. you know, you had three other points off of turnovers. You had, you had points off of the not going for it on fourth, fourth down. I, I don't know that you can't say that. Yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah, the two point yeah. conversion that they scored too, and that was on your special teams, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, we get it. We understand. We understand. Yeah. Um, this does uh, Tyler Shuck stay in if we were down in the third or fourth quarter? Well, what are the circumstances? Has he thrown five interceptions? Are we down in the third quarter, um, fifty to forty-eight? Because it sounds like if he scores forty-eight points in the third quarter, he's killing it. Yeah, right, right. right. Or are we down? I mean, twelve to seven. Yeah. Okay. Well, then that doesn't sound like the offense is moving the ball. Let's make a change. Sure. Sure. Yeah. So what are the what do the numbers say? What does this? What does it? What does it look like out there? What does it? What does it feel like out gotta there? Got to know what he's doing in the game. Yeah, right. Yeah, all those things. Because because it could be on the defense, or it mm-hmm. could be he keeps making good passes and his receivers keep fumbling. I, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, right. It's just all those all the, there's just a lot of factors in, involved in that as opposed we'll to have just to take the analytics book. Yeah, I was going to use. I have to look at my book. Yeah, I was going to. I was going to use the word analytics there, but you kind of beat me to it. Maybe right? that's a word that none of us want to hear anymore. <laughs> Maybe so. Right. Maybe so. The Morning Drive podcast from Double T ninety seven three is presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. What's in your brain today? Okay, we're going to be positive and we're going to be negative. <laughs> okay. I promised somebody yesterday they they felt like we need, that we needed to be more positive. I said, well, I'll be more positive. It's just hard being positive after you lose two games. Yeah, I don't know what to say about that. I mean, yeah. I, I think I'm, I think I still feel like this team is is, uh, you know, at least a seven win team. Mm-hmm. I still think they can get to eight. So um, I don't, but I, I don't want to be. I'm. <laughs> I can't be overly positive about last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because I thought you beat yourself. Yeah. Okay. So it's understandable. Yeah. I mean, and that's really two weeks in a row mm-hmm. that you did. So that's a little bit frustrating. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I get but it. it was a good team. And I, and I, I there's anybody that was questioning the heart and character of the team after their opening night loss that mm-hmm. would they bounce back? And, you know, I mean, I think a lot of Red Raider fans thought they wouldn't and thought they would get blown out by Oregon and all that good stuff. And they like did 45 to 17 even. So uh, they didn't. They were right there, and they quite honestly should have won the game, but they didn't. So. My, my score was forty-two to seventeen. But forty-two yeah. to seventeen. <laughs> oh, I didn't know we were calling people out. He he, he was he was he, that was it was subtle. People saying getting blown out. I don't He's think a, it was very subtle. <laughs> <laughs> it was, but I mean, I just, I deserved that. I mean, I, I you know. I, yeah, I don't know if that was more shocking to me than mm-hmm. the the frustration that I had that Chuck in optimum game day live was like counting it as this is only the fourth loss ever <laughs> on, on home openers 
Like, did I miss something? Did they play the game early today? I thought it was a six o'clock kickoff. It, was, it would have been. We were. I mean, we were. <clears throat> we were all out. Yeah. We were all out. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't give us a chance, man. I was just not. That was not necessarily feeling it, was I? Mm, yeah, must have been what you had for lunch. Okay, so here's the question, mm-hmm. positive and negative. I want you to tell me the player that you've been the most pleased or impressed with so far this season and the one that you've been the most disappointed with Ooh. so far this season. Okay. One I've been most, well, you know, I guess the, I'm going to stick away from the buzzword of the day, the low-hanging fruit. Okay, I'm going to stick it. I'm, I'm I'm not going to say Tyler Shuck because I but I have been there have been times I've been disappointed and not necessarily disappointed. I think can I just say the receiving group? But I, I guess I would say uh, Miles Price seems to be pretty quiet so far. You know, so I'm kind of disappointed there. Loic Fungi, I mean he was he barely played on Saturday. It seemed like mm-hmm. you know for a guy that. You know, it's all in a bag of chips coming in. Um, it just seems like he's been pretty pedestrian. So I'll, I'll say I'll uh, I'll go with Miles Price that I'm most disappointed in, and uh, I'll I'll say uh, Josiah Pierre, uh, who I've been hmm. most most impressed with, most pleased with so far. I'll take the low-hanging fruit on both ends okay, uh, and not feel guilty about it. Most disappointed in Tyler Shuck. Uh, his MO up to this point has not been turning the ball over, and we've gotten a lot of that this year from him. Uh, and that's the frustrating part. It, it's the the tip balls, you know, that we've kind of seen that throughout his time here at Tech. But he's been able to take care of the football, and that has not been the case this season. The most impressed I've been, and this is stupid, but I'm going to, Mac is back. And when you're, we saw last year what happened when he wasn't. When McNamara wasn't punting like he was punting at the beginning of last year, we were all questioning and going, what's going on here? And he kind of got it fixed at the end of the year, but we still weren't sure. But the return of the Mac is here. And (laughs) it seems ridiculous that I'm pointing out the punter. But that's been one part of your game that has been consistent in both of the two games you've had this year. I think you give a, good, a really good answer there, Jeff. I, I was not thinking about him. I, I, man, it's it's hard to say that he hasn't been, for his position, your best player so far this year. Um, but I also like Chuck's answer of Josiah Pierre. Uh, I mean, currently leading the team in tackles. I think he's been really good as well. So I'm I'm going to go with Pierre. Okay, um, that was the guy I had on my mind before before we. Oh, we I surprised this. you then. Uh, no, but it's a good answer. No, I didn't. It didn't surprise well, me. Well, you had just kind of like whoop. you had a little. You, yeah. you had a little. Mm-hmm. You had a little kind of. Yeah, you kind of like beat me to the punch there. Yeah. But I think that's a good answer. Um, I, I want to say Taj Brooks because I think he's looked great running the football. Mm-hmm. He just doesn't have that many touches, yeah. so it's hard to to give it to him. And um, yeah, I'm on I'm on with Jeff. I I feel like everybody's around this whole entire city right now is avoiding the low hanging fruit with the disappointment. And okay. uh, 
I'm not sure exactly why that is, but uh, yeah, I think Tyler Shuck's turnovers have been uh, an extreme disappointment, and and not just that, but his indecisiveness, holding the ball a little bit longer than he needed to, than he needs to, and um, you know maybe trying to make a little bit too much happen, but at the same mm-hmm. time, um, you know we kind of talked about a little bit in the off season the. You know, they're not using the the middle of the field and all that, and none of that has seemed to change. Okay. Yeah. So. Uh, Mark says this, Dre McCray is disappointing. We needed speed and tech isn't using it. No separation from our wide receivers. Uh, you know, at, at times I've definitely felt that way about the separation thing, and maybe that, I mean, I, I don't think maybe, but definitely that's a factor in what, you know, Tyler holding the ball too long, he's waiting for somebody to break open. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's uh, certainly... In that regard, some of that probably not on him. Mm-hmm. At a certain time, though, as a quarterback, you got to know when to tuck and run or throw the ball away or whatever. Um, but those receivers got to get open. Oh, this I, was, was... I don't know if um, – yeah, I just think once our offense gets going, and I think it will, I think you'll see Dre McCray be a much bigger factor. Uh, somebody says this with Shuck running so much it makes it hard to determine if the receivers aren't getting open or if Shuck isn't waiting long enough for them to get open. And then also you have to think throw in the offensive line there in terms of, you know, I thought last week he had more time to throw the ball. Mm-hmm. I agree. You know, you know, I thought he had I thought he had what I would determine ample time. It seemed like he's stayed back there and, the you know, had, had time to look downfield quite a bit. The Morning Drive podcast from Double T 97.3 is presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Thank you for being with us today on uh, Lubbock's Sports Station. Uh, this, uh, Dak's afraid of nothing except an 11-hour tattoo process. I, I'd, be, I'd be afraid of a 10-minute tattoo process. I mean, 60-second. I mean, I, I used to not like Just shots. It feels like little tiny bee stings. Okay. Well, I, yeah, it's not bad. You know, I, I, I'm going to, I'm not going to judge. I'm I'm good if you want to do that. I'm cool. But 11 hours seems to be, I don't know, just seemed to be a bit much for starting qu- quarterback of America's team. But <laughs> <laughs> but like the starting quarterback of the Buccaneers would be okay? No. Uh-uh. No. No. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't want any of my I wouldn't want my quarterback doing that. But I know he's I know he's got some, but I just don't think he's hopefully he's not spent eleven hours sedated. It just seems just something about that just seems that just seems wrong. Uh Christopher says a lot of athletes are doing the same thing. Tank Davis was sedated when he had his entire upper body done. I wouldn't want my quarterback doing that. Yeah. I mean they can do whatever they want. They I know. Free time, it's their, right? it's I know. not it's like their he's, body. I know. It's not like he's cliff diving and putting himself in harm's way. And probably it's, it's probably better, tattoo. Probably better for him to get a tattoo than to cliff dive. Probably better. Probably, probably, probably better for that. Yeah, maybe. Hey, let me. Maybe, uh, it'll, maybe if Patrick did it, he would take the whole family and it'd keep them <laughs> off, and keep them off of social media for eleven hours. Everybody a favor in this world. Sure, sure. Yeah, his brother and his wife. Yeah, mother. Yeah, I don't know about I don't know about the mother or the dad. I don't know. You don't want to? I don't think you want to. Okay. Hey, let me run down some. Uh, let me run down some Big Twelve games this weekend and tell me what your your interest factor is here. Okay. And I'm going to go by 
there's there's the order of this is by time time of day and i'm gonna i'm gonna edit some out like i don't think you really give a rat's tail about baylor hosting long island university unless you've got Ooh, there's a challenging schedule do you know what their nickname is the long island university do you know what they are Didn't we play them in basketball recently? Mm, no, I don't think so. Okay, I'm thinking of somebody else. Uh, Sharks. Yes. Yeah. Did you know that? I think we played them recently okay. in sport. Wow. Okay. Yeah, that, I didn't. I wouldn't have told you I knew that. It was mm-hmm. just, that just popped into my head. Okay. Uh, I don't know how much of a real game this is, but K State's playing at Missouri. That's an 11 a.m. kickoff, yeah, and since Big Twelve versus that's, SEC, yeah, that's good stuff. A, a, absolutely. Um, you know, uh, and Missouri is, uh, they're 2-0. and oh, So, I mean, they, they've got a couple of wins under their belt. They, uh, so, that, that'll be at uh, Faroe Field there in, uh, in Columbia. Um, Iowa State plays at Ohio. That's an 11 a.m. kick. <laughs> um, that's, I don't think there's a whole lot, whole lot there. But Ohio's been respectable, you know, in, in uh, non-Power non 5 play. Sure, they yeah. got that Roethlisberger guy. Oh, no, they don't oh, have Oh, that's him. Miami of Ohio. Yeah. That's, right. that's this a different is, team. Yeah, this bad. is just Ohio. Okay. Um, I, I, this is an interesting matchup only because um, the uh, the head coach is a former OU assistant. It was the OC. Oklahoma plays at Tulsa. That's a 2.30 kick. Maybe a bit of a, a trap game for the Sooners. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't expect that to be close. Okay. Prob- probably not. Trap game? What's next week for Oklahoma? I, I don't know. Well, how's it a trap game then? Well, I mean, just because it's, you know, they probably could look past them. I don't know. It just, it seems like seems like that could be. They play at uh, Cincinnati the next week. So it's mm-hmm. not that they're, unless they're looking forward. Let's see, is that, at, yeah, it's at Cincinnati, unless they're looking forward to the spaghetti. Um, <clears throat> all right. Um Oklahoma State and South Alabama play. I think an, I think a, a real intriguing matchup. Somebody says we played them in 2019. See? Long Island. Good we job. We did. We played them in November of 2019, 196-66. See? That's basketball, right? Basketball, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, make sure. Baseball. Yeah, make sure. Make sure. Could. Pitching staff had a rough day. No, it could have been football. Offense was explosive, though. Okay. It was like a 14-hour baseball game. think... Um, <laughs> You think Billy Clyde comes in for the ball game on Saturday? Or is he, is he got some basketball stuff to worry about? No, I don't think he does. You don't think he does? My guess is that he doesn't go to their football games at home. <laughs> okay. Well, maybe I thought maybe Billy might call you and want to have, have lunch and talk about Yankees Rangers or something like that. Oh, he'd love to talk about them this year. Yeah. Uh, BYU at Arkansas. I think that's going to be – that's a 6.30 kick um, there in Fayetteville. I think that's going to be a really, really intriguing – yeah, so far that's the best one. Mm-hmm. I mean, K State Missouri is good too, but mm-hmm. I think that one's more fun. How about have I worn you out on the backyard brawl pit at West Virginia? Yeah, the, the, have I taken the fun okay, away? Okay, there's from a term. Okay, there's a term. <laughs> it, I, I mean, it's the two decent teams, I guess. Yeah, yeah. ACC against Big Twelve, two Power Five, so that's mm-hmm. that's good. It's better than Long Island. Right, right. <laughs> Why did you say it like that? 
Uh, there's just people that say Long Island oh, up there. Yeah. Okay. Because that's mean, they have that like, I don't know, Bronx accent. And it's kind of uppity. No, it's not uppity. It's just they say it funky. They say it. Okay. It's like they put the G with the island, Long mm-hmm. Island. Like it's all one word. That might be the first time I've ever heard you kind of um, kind of use a, a local pronunciation. And instead, you know, usually usually it's me that's kind of making those things You don't up. hear me say, forget about it. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, okay, so Pitt plays at West Virginia. That's 630 kick. Um, we'll see. We'll see, what, we'll see what kind of transpires with Neil Brown. I'm real curious about that. Mm-hmm. Um, Wyoming is at Texas. Yeah, that's good. That, you know, I think the, if it were Texas at Wyoming, I may be mm-hmm. more intrigued by, you know, the comparison there. Um, uh, then TCU plays at Houston. Does Houston bounce back? What does TCU look like? Okay, that's my number one interest that so far. So far? Mm-hmm. Okay. Is TCU at Houston. I think my I think my number one is uh, is Pitt at uh, West Virginia. That surprises me. And, th- and, then, and then it's going to be BYU at Arkansas. I, ultimate, I'm interested in that one, but ultimately I think Arkansas is going to put it on them. Yeah. And then uh, KU plays at Nevada. Uh, that'll be that'll be late. That'll be uh, in Reno on uh, Saturday night. Uh, I'm I'm curious about this TCU in Reno he, on Saturday night. That sounds like a great road trip for you, Chuck. Man, I I've been to Reno once. It 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 is a hard drinking, hard living, hard working. It's blue collar Vegas. It that's what it is. I mean, that's what mm-hmm. that's what it remind me of when when. Uh, when, when, when we went there with uh, Lady Raider basketball, I think and I had, we had, uh, we got there late and uh, we went to this place called the stick cause uh, it had seats from candlestick park in there and, and uh, kind of had an upper deck bar, lower deck bar and had, cool. they had great wings in there. Yeah. Yeah. So we, 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 and we spent a little time. It's the, what is it? They call it the biggest little city in the world. They have a big sign downtown Reno. So it was pretty. It was it was, it was fascinating. Fascinating. <laughs> and then we had one of we had I one just, of our I all want to be you, Chuck. We had one of our all time breakfasts in Nevada. <laughs> one of our all timers, the <laughs> the hash brown covered an entire plate. I mean, and Fink had a had some kind of cinnamon roll that was i mean it did was did it come with low fat wheat thin, wheat thins no no and it then the omelet was just i mean it was i mean it was right up there with one of our I, if you had to ask him i think like if you did the kind of the I put, us, put us both in a hermetically sealed jar and said all time breakfast city where was it he'd say reno <laughs> convinced <laughs> what if you ask these questions to hacks and i you guys, you guys have probably have eaten somewhere separately together that you would really enjoy. I don't think we've ever eaten breakfast together. No, that's what he sleeps in <laughs> separately together. Uh, this has been the Morning Drive podcast presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Check out our library of Double T ninety seven three podcasts at double t ninety seven three dot com.